Welcome to Excessive Banter, the podcast. Life's experiences unfiltered and unscripted. Conversations from one old guy to another with wicked good people from time to time. Welcome back to Excessive Banter, Lost and Found. I've been lost and uh, definitely not found emotionally and spiritually. And as <laughs> always, uh, my sidekick um, kicks in. Good evening, everyone. How's it going out there? Paul, uh, Benny, <laughs> I'll get that right one of these days, buddy. That's quite all right. My How are you feeling, man? How are you feeling? feeling? Feeling a lot better, a lot better. Uh, you know, when you take the um, ignoring doctors for probably about 12 years of bad eating, bad, good whiskey and too much Guinness and a lot of fatty foods um, kind of adds up. And uh, pancreatitis is no joke, no joke at all. Uh, no, no, that's uh, nothing to laugh at. So uh, glad, glad you're feeling better. And, um, you know, It'll be interesting to see, you know, uh, who Benny really turns into, you know, without that whiskey and Guinness. But uh, hopefully it's not long term. But if it is, I'm sure I'm sure you'll be fine. Absolutely. Uh, the first thing I thought about is I got to find myself a fake drink for the airport bars and the hotel bars when I'm doing sales stuff. Got to mm-hmm. find myself a pretty fake drink. Yeah, without without a doubt. My my question to you is, um, I, I think I I think I heard that you have a bottle of some pretty expensive uh, whis- whistle pig. No hobbling place. I'm <laughs> not, not sure what you. No, no, that's karma. That's uh, karma. I actually received that the Thursday. This happened on a Monday night, and I got it the Thursday before, and I and I didn't even get to crack it. So yeah, um, I'm I'm definitely gonna let people share in on it uh, because it's 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 unbelievable and uh, but it's all for the better. I'm I'm down 23 pounds already. Oh, I bet. Uh, just from the diet, um, you know, when you think these people that go through cleansings, I now feel what they felt like. It was three and a half days of nothing except an IV, uh, and it took that much long just to, for them to manage the pain. Morphine. I've been there, done that, buddy. As you know, Morph- yeah, morphine. In the last few years, morphine didn't even help, and it's just one of those scenarios where the nurses call uh, pancreatitis uh, male childbirth. Uh, that's the only. That's the only time they're allowed to complain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had uh, similar pain. Not not pancreatitis, but uh, um, you know, uh, no no one wants to hear about this shitty situation. So, but I'm boom. Uh, anyway, behind you. Yeah, you know, let's uh, let's move on. Um, Absolutely. So, what have you been up to the last few weeks? Keep the situation fluid. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> you're a pain in the ass. <laughs> Not uh, listen. Last, last couple of weeks have been, uh, you know, just a lot of work. Summer, summer here in uh, in New England has been kind of weird. It's rained every day in July, as you know, except for today. The weather's been up and down, 70 degrees on the weekends, 60s, and then during the week, you know, 90s and 100s. So got to love that. No, absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, it's, today's the 15th, and it rained 14 days, although 
Um, I was in New York City yesterday, taking the train back, and I saw um, it rained right when I got off the train at 128 last night around 940. So it's it's still consistently rained, but it was about 82 and 80% humidity. That humidity that's here now was in New York yesterday. It was just, and wow. I had to wear a suit, and it was yes. brutal. It was brutal. You know, I, I, yesterday I was sitting out actually out on my back deck taking some sales calls out there, and it was so humid that I actually had to come back in the house because my glasses were fogging up and I couldn't see what I was doing on my, on, on my laptop. It was so hot out. So, uh, but yeah, last couple of weeks just been working and, and, um, and doing some fundraising, you know, for my uh, 18th uh, consecutive Pan Mass Challenge coming up in, in three weeks and, um, uh, you know, hanging out with the family and uh, getting ready for uh, actually a, um, a, a big birthday coming up in uh, less than a week. So Looking forward to it. Big double digit. Oof. You know, there's no, there's no way to say, hey, I'm going to be 60 and make it sound like you're still a kid. You know, even, even turning 50, it was like, ah, 50s, you know, whatever. It's not, it's not that bad. 60s just stupid. I can't, I can't wrap my head around it, but uh, I suppose it's better than the alternative. Absolutely. Feet above ground. That's how I think of it. Yeah. As uh, you know, Jews don't, uh, as you know, I'm a Jew. Can I say that? Um, you know, Jews don't do wakes. And by the way, I just read an interesting tidbit on the the origin of the wake. Well, which I'll, I'll well, tell the you. Wake. No, the actual wake. So, so back in you know medieval times, so off, oftentimes you were a kid. No, oftentimes people would would be would eat poisonous foods that would uh, mushrooms and things of that nature that would simulate death. But so the heartbeat was so slow and the breathing was so shallow that, you know, we're talking in the 1300s and 1400s that, you know, there was no stethoscopes, there were no doctors. So, you know, people, people would get buried and they'd be alive and they'd wake up in the coffin and they'd be pounding on the coffin. So what, what, what they did after that was they actually put this practice of they put a bell in the cop, a string in the coffin and they put a bell on the ground outside the coffin. And that way, if the person woke up, the bell was, the string was tied around their wrist. And if they started to move their arm, the bell would ring. Hence the term wake number one. And also that's where the term saved by the bell came from. It's not the TV show with Screech? No. But anyway, I digress. Going back to what we were saying is 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 uh, when it comes to wakes, Jews don't have them. But as you said, uh, better be better to be seen than viewed. Ah, very good. Yeah, it very took me good. a long way, way to get there, but I got there. I've been to a few good shivers, and trust me, it's a banquet. Um, you guys do it upright. Well, yeah. I mean, I've delivered. I've delivered to a lot of them too. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, I just can't get used to being in the same room with, with, with you know, a body just there. But no, enough about marriage. I, <laughs> uh, Oy vey. Well, that that ruined this. <laughs> I'm kidding, Steph. Love you.
<laughs> Love you, Bobola. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, she said to me, "What's this deal with your secret podcast?" So she she might be listening to this episode. <laughs> oh, nice. Taking taking notes, making sure. <laughs> anyway, um, well, no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the party, and it should be a good time. I'm not going to be the only going, right? No, but you'll probably be the only person not drinking. <laughs> Get some cranberry juice. And no, I'm not on my period. Yeah. Oh, no, I, no, you can't say well. Anyway. Yeah, you uh, can. Yeah, there'll be there'll be plenty of uh non-alcoholic beverages and plenty of um non non non-juice. Yep. Primarily it'll be mostly non-juice. I don't really, you know, I don't really associate with those people. You went off the tribe? Uh, no, you know, most of my friends aren't Jewish, and the ones that are um, are married non-Jews for the most part. So, yeah, whatever. You know what? We're all we all put our pants on one leg at a time. None, none of that. None of that crap matters. Too funny. Ah, uh, what's next? Oh, besides being in the hospital, what's what's going on with you? The two dogs. Uh, thanks very much. That's 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 the end of this episode. <laughs> Way to keep you on the edge of your seat. Uh, no, aside from two dogs, a teenage boy who's working as a lifeguard now, um, still not driving, so I got to drive him, or one of us has to drive him. And he's got uh, his permit, right? No, not yet, not yet. He's got to take that that test. So he's scheduled in August to take the pre permit test, and then oh, okay. and then whatever it is, uh, ten hours of parental driving and whatever. I, it's it's a lot changed from when we we were a horse drawn carriage, uh, being learning how to drive, but it's uh remodeling again finishing the last bathroom the family room's been ripped out just a lot of projects going on and then travel's picking up you know no definitely i um i've been out a little bit as well been on but i mean like was it three four weeks almost three and a half weeks ago was my first time getting on an airplane logan they've got it down pat uh the whole spacing and safety still is still high priority but then when you land at a place like tampa it's it's a whole new world um and it's just a it's a different different mindset even from personalities and the people around you please i rented a car because i didn't want to do the uber and i didn't want to do any ride shares or anything like that so i had the points i rented it myself and this way i was in control well you know i mean my the ceo of my company lives in in southern florida um, on the east coast and he there's no there's no there was no covid there ever i mean that's the way they've lived throughout this whole thing you know yeah the mindset is 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 totally different so. But I was surprised in a good way to see that there are still some locals down there in the office, in that corporate office, that are wearing masks. And I don't know if these are people who went through it or just associated with it or just extra precaution. because Or not. just smart. Wicked smart. Um, but it was it was kind of good to see. And then the same in New York. In New York City, Manhattan, people outside still wearing masks. A lot of people. Well, that, and, you know, that makes sense. And I'm, I'm still going to wear one in certain situations where... Where I find myself in, you know, large groups of people I don't know, uh, for sure, for sure. At least, at least for the time being. And honestly, probably I will probably wear one every time I fly uh, from now on. Uh, well, that's still a mandate. You have to. Yeah, FA, so no, I know that. So, but even after, even after, I, you know, I, I just think about it, and I think about all the times that we're flying on on an airplane for business mainly, and you know, even before you take off, you hear people hacking and sneezing. 
you, you know for a fact the guy behind you who just sneezed didn't even cover his cover his nose and mouth because you f- you feel the wind go by you and it's like people are disgusting so I think in situations like that I will probably always err on the side of caution because I I, I candidly think when I was traveling a lot for work being on airplanes a lot, I was always getting colds, you know, consistently. So if a mask helps, great. Yeah. And we've flown together with, you've had some serious head colds and it just didn't help. No, you know? no, exactly. And it's nothing, there's nothing worse. Well, there's a lot of things worse, but flying when you don't feel good, when you have a head cold really stinks. So Absolutely. anyway, yeah. Um, now on the, on the, the bike ride, how's your yeah. training going with the Peloton? Are you getting out on the road? So about a month ago, um, I, w- I was sick for about a week. So I, I, I laid really low. I didn't do any training. I was doing some walking. Then I got back on the Peloton a little bit and I found that my, my right knee, which I need replaced was just the pain level while I was riding the Peloton not so much during riding it, uh, but right after was about an eight out of 10. I called, I called my surgeon and basically what's happening at this point is because my knee is bone on bone, there's no cartilage, there's no synovial fluid. What happens when you exercise or even when you just move that joint is body creates fluid to lubricate it, even though there's no synovial fluid left because it's just bone on bone. Uh, because there's no pockets for that fluid, what happens is it migrates to the back of the knee and it presses on the nerves. So that's what the pain is. Uh, so he suggested riding the Peloton just without any resistance whatsoever which is fine, but that's not going to get me ready for the ride. So I've been doing that. And yesterday I went out and I did about 13 miles. I, it hurt. It hurt a lot when I got back. So I, the plan is at this point, um, I originally signed up just, just to ride a century on Sunday, August 8th. Uh, at this point, I am going to scale that back to 50 miles uh, and hopefully be able to do that. And then I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna have my knee done this this winter. Enough is enough. I know you're 60 now. You get get yourself ready for the walker. Exactly. Listen, everybody I know who's had one has said it stinks. You know, it's bad. The pain's bad after it for like a week, and then you know a month. You really can't do anything. But once you're healed, fully healed, and that takes anywhere between four and six months, you feel like a different person. I just. I'm too active to be able to to be limping around after I go for a walk or a bike ride. So just going to get it done. That's it. But the main focus of that anyway for me is, you know, running our team and making sure that all 181 people who are on it this year, you know, are motivated to raise money for Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and Dr. Ken Anderson and to, you know, do my own personal fundraising, which I'm sitting at. About $159,000 in lifetime fundraising. I'm hoping to raise, actually, no, 160 something. I need to raise about another 9000 this year in order to hit 170. So hopefully I'm going to start a massive campaign on um, social media this weekend to try and raise that additional nine. And, uh, and, that's, and that's really it. Um, 
going on vacation in August. Where are you going now? A week. We rented a house. So it's going to be me, me and the missus, the kids, and the soon-to-be Mrs. Ezra kickstand. <laughs> yeah, down in uh, Truro. So that'll be nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cape, very cool. Cape, the, going to the Cape. When the traffic's bad, make sure you leave on a Wednesday. But the, uh, the, the Ken Anderson stuff is, you know, it, it's so topical lately, you know, and I'm seeing everybody talking about it. Obviously, it's the hype with the, the, the Pan Mass Challenge, and I see it all the time. You saw what I, you know, I, I did the same thing the other day touting you uh, when I made mine, and they're really pushing it. So it's on everything. In, I see it on Instagram, people saying I donated to this rider, I donated to Pan Mass Challenge. So once you start getting it out there, us, um, and I, when I say us, the, hopefully our listeners, We'll we'll start sharing the shit out of it as well and, and participate even more and get you and the team, you know, over the top because that's that's always you know a, a big priority for both of us. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. And and, and I do know how important, you know, uh, eradicating eradicating cancer is uh, for you as well. And and you've done some tremendous things over the last twenty years to death. To help uh, Dana Farber as well, so thank you for that. No worries, no worries. And we're, um, and, you know, just as part of this, you know, obviously that we've got things lined up and lining some stuff up. And you know, I kind of, I guess, a little teaser on the next one that's going to be a little different. We hope, but we're going to uh, talk to Grace Sharkey. Hopefully, this weekend we can get that done with her and get it out shortly after this one. But we'll talk to her about stuff we know. Um, she's in the industry um, logistics and she's a writer for Freight Waves and has been a working on Keep It Trucking, you know, their podcast and all the other things that are kind of related. And she's got some great stories. And I met her on Clubhouse and we started talking. So we're going to uh, we're going to talk to her this weekend and uh, see what she's all about and also get a get get some insights on us because she's done her homework on us too so i think she's going to throw some stuff at us <laughs> which cool. is that'll be that'll be fun i'm i'm i enjoy speaking with you but yeah enough having, having, having somebody else to talk to once in a while would be nice too <laughs> yeah dick no but it would be great and she's out of the uh, michigan area so we're looking forward to it yeah. so fantastic and just um you know, to let to let our, our, our listeners know, you know, hopefully over the next several months, um, we're going to line up some some really cool uh, guests to to talk with that are that are in, you know, in the in in the transportation industry, uh, in the healthcare uh, segment, uh, professional sports. Uh, hope hope to hope to be able to uh, have some folks who you know our front office people in some some sports um, professional sports leagues as well as maybe a retired athlete or two so you know we this this will get a lot better so stick with us all right please we we promise it's gonna end up being great <laughs> and and your feedback um that's the other thing too if there's interests you want to hear about if you know of somebody throw it at us we're We've got nothing to do on the evenings, you know, because Matlock is not anymore and we can't watch Ironsides and uh, Kojak. So talk talk to a few old guys. See, see what you want to hear. Give us some insight. You know, if you like me better, I understand. It's, you know, it's it's part of the thing. Go with the younger guy versus the, the old lion. Well, you know, let's uh, I, th- I think at some point, you know, we, we should take we should take this to video and we'll 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 let. 
Well, let them decide who actually looks younger. The new me, trust me. The new Benny. <laughs> lean and mean. Like Mark yeah. says, look, well, you yeah, have I, a, I, We are looking at each other right now on video, folks, and, and Paul does look uh, look good. He looks healthy and thinner. So I, I meant to say, overnight, and you'll relate to this, overnight after I got back from the hospital, snoring stopped. Interesting. By losing, by losing all those fluids and toxins and being detoxed for four and a half days in the hospital, done. Done. My yeah. wife was like, well, I didn't even realize you were in the bed. I'm like, hey, it's just like the it's last It's just like usual. Just like <laughs> Yes, exactly. On that note, thanks thanks for being around tonight, Kickstand, and uh, we look forward to my, more. My pleasure, Benny. It's always it's always a good time talking with you, and uh, I look forward to this weekend uh, with our special guest. Until then, hope everybody has a great uh, great rest of the night, a great Friday. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. You know, stay happy, people. It's all we got. Absolutely. Be wicked pisser. Mm-hmm.